I'm Sharon. Welcome to Queen of the Hills podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Queen of the Hills podcast. I'm your host, Sharon, and today I want to talk about The Family Chantel, Season 4, Episode 2. This episode is titled, No Turning Back Now. And so, this is the very beginning of season four. And so we're still trying to build out in our minds where each character is. In this episode, we actually got a little catch up with River and we got a little bit more insight into Winter's relationship with, um, is it is it Minoma? Misoma, Misoma. And I want to get into that at the end of this, but let's go ahead and start from the very beginning. We open up the episode with a cameo from Betsy. We've seen Betsy before when... Chantel was wearing that very nice but kind of ridiculous get up um, when they were washing the car at their apartment when they lived in like a second or third story apartment, but they had the uh, hose, an extended water hose coming from their house in the apartment downstairs to the parking lot to wash their car. First of all, most apartments have an outside hose uh, hookup or spout where you can hook up your hose. And if they don't, you could just go to the car wash. And so it's great to see that there was progress made because Pedro took Betsy to the car wash. <laughs> so let's jump in. Pedro is wowed by this car wash. This could have been the entire episode. I laughed so hard. I love seeing people experience things for the new for the first time. And so this was really pure and cute and innocent. I loved it. But um, Pedro and Betsy enjoyed their day out. He did not want those those big wipers cleaning his car. He was like, oh, no, my mirrors. I didn't know to pull my mirrors in. Pedro, they're going to be fine. I promise you. But um, his uh, reaction to the car wash had me cackling. But, you know, I, the one thing I did notice is that it was an overcast. So he washed his car on the same day it was likely going to rain you know, uh, first time car wash owner mistakes. So, um, but he and his mom have started back having conversations. They started about a month or so since their meltdown in the DR. And the one thing that Pedro has kind of acknowledged a couple of times is that there has been no acknowledgement from his family over how they've not only treated Chantel, but how they've behaved with him as well. And it seems like he's kind of nearing his end with people not being accountable. And I'll tell you what I mean as I continue. But um, during his phone call with his mom, Lydia, a few things were discussed. So they talked about mainly Chantel and Nicole and a little bit of Alejandro. You know, they like to gab when they get together. But uh, Pedro complains to his mom. This is a rookie mistake. If you want people to mend fences, don't talk about one of them to the other. That's going to widen the divide. And if you're the common denominator, you're just creating more strife for the others and for yourself especially if you're married. Do not call home and talk your business to your family. Handle it together, but completely, completely keep that private. Do not share your woes in your marriage with your family, obviously, unless there's some sort of abuse taking place and you need help. That's a different thing. But don't complain about your spouse to your family. I'll just leave it there. But Pedro complains that Chantel doesn't cook or clean or organize or buy groceries. At first, I was put off by this. And I'm sure if you heard my podcast last week, you know why. But um, since he has this new job and a heavier workload, he's a realtor now or he's a real estate agent now. He expects more support from Chantel. And I'm wanting to hear one of those conversations in front of me. I want to see it. I want to be a witness to how he is asking her for support because it feels to me that he is positioning it as wifely duties. And this conversation 
conversation very well backed up that assumption. I'll tell you what I mean in a second. He continues to complain to his mother and he says that um, he says that he feels like she is not a supportive wife. And Lydia tells her this is real rich coming from the side chick. Uh, Lydia tells her, tells him to give Chantel a script of how women do it in the DR. Honey, if when you were a side chick, did that man's wife do it well in the DR? Were you ever a wife? Could you tell Chantel anything considering Chantel is within the sanctity of marriage? Not you. And, not, and listen, I am never going to shame anybody because your life choices are your life choices. Some people don't want to be married. Some people don't have a desire to be. So that is not like a a pat on the back. That's not a thing to shame other people with, unless you are choosing to give unsolicited advice and be nasty towards people talking about Chantel needs to learn how the wives do it in the DR. Lydia, how would you know? You've been a side hoe forever. That was the whole issue season three, but I digress. Pedro, do not ever welcome someone to talk shit about your wife, ever. If you don't like your wife, leave your wife, but don't let anybody disrespect her. And I'll leave it at that. That's why he has such an issue when, his, when he has to ask his family for compliance, how they look at him like he's crazy and they walk all over him because he gives them He gives them the credence to make fun of his wife and mistreat his wife. He's right there with him. Disgusting. Lydia also comments that Chantel's family is very strange. <laughs> with, after what we saw from her and Nicole, ma'am, please. And Pedro says he's more relaxed when Chantel is not home. <clears throat> so this strikes Lydia as odd. And at first it struck me as odd too until I realized they are just like us. We're all coming up out of a pandemic. We have all been cooped up with our spouses, with our families for two years. We have all had restriction on how we can get out and about. And so, yeah, and they just bought a new home. So they haven't really had an opportunity to celebrate this huge milestone, to celebrate his new job, this, this, this amazing opportunity he has. They haven't had an opportunity to get out from under each other. And so it's obvious, and it makes a lot of sense as to why he has more relaxation right now, because they're in some sort of strife. They just came off the stressful experience of purchasing a home, which is stressful, even though it's a joyous occasion, it's a lot. He got a house. There was a pandemic. He got a new career. All of this within a short amount of time. Not only did the new career change his experience, but their new dynamic because of their home and their career has changed. It's a lot to, de to deal with the transition from, from one dynamic to another within a relationship or within a household. So these are normal married struggles. This doesn't make anybody the bad guy. It just means there's a lot to adjust to especially with the pandemic. So him being more relaxed with Chantel not there is not as shocking as one might think. That has nothing to really do with Chantel. It has, it has everything to do with Pedro never having had time to process all of the trauma with his dad from last season. He's also on a reality show. It's also a pandemic. And his life has changed in a number of really big ways. We also find out later that there are people in his life who are pressuring him to have children. Oh, and they got a cat of some kind? So there's a lot going on with Pedro. He needs time to process. Everybody needs time alone to process. That is not a, a one-person thing. They also talk about Nicole. Lydia shares that Nicole will be in a new pageant. And Pedro says... She has nothing better to do. Pedro is still very bitter that Nicole treated him and Chantel that way. She threw a glass bottle. Lydia tried to fight Winter. And then 
um, Chantel, not Chantel, I'm sorry, Nicole, who has become obsessed with Chantel, um, Nicole um, has started to, uh, w ran into the hotel where the families were meeting up, and she lied and said that uh, Pedro had sex with Karima. Not only was she a terrible friend, but she was an awful sister. So in the, in the process of trying to harm your sister-in-law, you harmed your brother. Was it worth it, stupid? I digress. Lydia feels like Nicole acted out at the hotel as a direct order from Alejandro, and that is a quote. She said Alejandro directly ordered Nicole to act out at that hotel so that he could laugh at the family. Lydia has an issue with holding her actual children accountable. She blames Chantel for everything between her and Pedro going south, and she blames Alejandro for everything between her and Nicole going south. And all I hear from someone who is also an admitted side chick, she has a hard time holding the people close to her accountable, including herself. She's never owned up to the fact that she was a side chick, a willing side chick. She was very proud of it. And then she was upset when her kids had a reaction to being in a broken home and having that, having that void in their life. Not once has she ever comforted them. We also find out that um, Pedro has a hard time expressing himself, especially with Chantel, who has been complaining about this and he's been acting like she made it up. He has been gaslighting her. She says that Pedro doesn't share his feelings with her. He does not express that it's a problem for him. He acts like she's just making this up out of nowhere. See, women, people know. If you've been with someone long enough, when their behavior changes, you know. And so he feels like, he can't express himself because that's what his grandmother told him to do. Pedro, if you want a different outcome, change the way you operate. Look at how, no offense, but look at your grandma down in the damn campo. You want to live like grandma in the campo? Do what grandma in the campo did. You want to live a better and healthier and more freeing life with a stronger marriage? Find some new influences and build yourself up. You cannot continue to do things in old ways and expect new results. Just going to leave that there. If you want to be in the damn campo, ask grandma what to do. You know, and if every spouse in Lydia's family, if every spouse that enters her children's lives disrupt her family, then her family isn't strong. Her family isn't really built on a strong foundation. Her family is only as strong as their partners. And that is not saying much. That's terrible. You should be welcoming people into the family, which makes it bigger and stronger and closer. Not telling people that, you know, if you get a partner, they have to follow exactly what I tell them to do in order to be in a relationship with you. No, Lydia. Lydia couldn't control her own relationship. Why would she think she can control her kids? She didn't give them a healthy example of what a relationship should look like. And that's why she's right now trying to falter because her, her daughter is dating a psychopathic married man who beat up her brother. Actually, he got beat up by Pedro, let's just be honest. But that little fight, that little fight was funny. Um, and then Nicole is a damn erratic psychopath. And then Pedro is over here depressed, going through some serious traumatic things and a, new, and a marriage and, and about a home. And not once has his mother seemed super supportive of him in any way, shape or form. But she can tear her ass down to the campo and talk shit about him, can't she? I'll leave it there. But um, Pedro says he's not making peace with his sister. Good. Hold her ass accountable. She needs to reach out and she needs to make it better. He isn't sharing his stress with Chantel, like I said, because his grandma taught him to bottle it up. And he says his only focus right now is his marriage and his job. We see Winter is now in Mexico to get this surgery. And according to Instagram, it went very well. So good for her. But uh, Winter is very afraid of needles. I was a little surprised by this grown ass woman behaving that way. We all have fears. I mean, we all get it. But ma'am, you are literally getting a surgery needles gonna be involved so it was a little surprising I, I don't know maybe it was the stress of everything 
Maybe that marked the beginning of this huge transition and it was real to her for the first time. Maybe that was really what it was because the tears because of a damn needle prick, honey, that's like a bee sting. If it's not even as bad as a bee sting, trust me. But um, the good thing, the surgery went well. Next scene, we saw Pedro and River working together and Pedro didn't know the difference between a handyman and handicap. So he was so confused. <laughs> Language barrier monster strikes again. And I am living for this amazing bromance between winner and river, excuse me, between river and Pedro. It's so good to see that they found new footing. It seems like Pedro, ever since he got this new career, he is open to new experiences. That's something I'm noticing about him. He is open and confident. I'm loving to see Pedro settle into America. He's out of that phase where he's not sure of his surroundings. He's really owning his experience. He really didn't know the difference between handyman and handicap. And it was so funny to see River try to explain that to him. But uh, River confides in him that he's worried about Winter's safety during her surgery. And I love that he was vulnerable in that way. And I like that, um, I like that Pedro comforted him. River also announced to Pedro <laughs> that he wants to move out of his house, his parents' house. I didn't realize River was 24. And uh, I thought it was funny because they did this reenactment where Pedro pretended to be Karen, uh, uh, River's mother. And I don't know what Karen sounds like in person. I only hear her on TV, but I'm going to assume it's closer to what Pedro <laughs> makes her sound like than what I actually think she's what I actually thought she sounded like. But because Pedro was so funny this episode. Good for him. Uh, but he does a great Karen impression. I would love, to, I want them to do a reunion for this show and look at, you know, scenes and talk about them because I would love to hear Karen's reaction to that impression. Uh, but, you know, Pedro actually says he doesn't think River is ready to move out. But River's 24, so yeah, it's about that time. Pedro and Chantel catch up via text. And when I tell you this was the driest text conversation ever, I'm hoping they're kind of exaggerating for the show, which I think that is what's going on, but I'm enjoying it, so whatever. But um, Chantel mentions that Pedro is making lots of friends at work, and he goes out for drinks a lot. She also says he treats her differently, and they no longer feel like they have a friendship. <clears throat> this was concerning to me until I saw the actual scene. So the next scene, we actually get a peek at Pedro's work life. And he loves his office. He's also not the only person that speaks Spanish. There's only one person in the office of like six people who doesn't speak Spanish. He now has friends he can fully communicate with and have a better understanding of him. There's no longer a language barrier. This might be the first group of people in America that he hasn't had that issue with. I'm starting to understand a lot more why he wants to go out with these people. This is also the first people that I've seen him befriend outside of Chantel and her family in America. We're seeing another issue with his more independence from Pedro. We see him making friends and we see him speaking Spanish with other people. He's feeling seen, Chantel. It has little to do with you and everything to do with him. He's building community in America. This is a big moment and it's important for Chantel to be there to support him as he builds his American community. Um, they have a great rapport in his office. They all seem very friendly and nothing seems inappropriate. Um, he is bonding with this one woman named Antonella because they were assigned to work together as partners by their, um, by their boss. The only thing I did notice is that he said that they often choose to work late together. Okay. Hmm. Um, but also I noticed this is the first half of the year and Pedro has closed six homes. Pedro is working his ass off good for Pedro. He wants to eventually own his own brokerage and Antonella actually offered to become a partner with him if he ever does that as a uh, for a luxury brokerage. 
He is literally living a dream life. He came here as an immigrant who could barely communicate. And now look at what he's got a home. He's got a car, Betsy. He's got an amazing career. And he's in a brokerage where he feels seen, heard, and has built friends. Fantastic. Um, but I, I do want to acknowledge that these are his first friends in America outside of Chantel's influence. That is empowering. That's empowering. And this is something new for him. And it's been, it, to me, it's been a long time since he's had that. He also invites Chantel to come with him and his friends to work. I mean, to his work friends to, to get drinks and to outings. He said that she won't come. She says that she doesn't like them and she's not comfortable around them. And he said it makes it makes him feel disappointed because she doesn't make an effort. It's the same experience he has when she doesn't make an effort with his family. Now, aside from the family shit, his family was abusive towards her. I don't give a damn. She never makes an effort. They need to make that right. They need to apologize and make it right. Be accountable. However, Chantel is making a terrible mistake because what it's looking like to me, aside from the wifely duties thing, aside from the cooking and cleaning, which they should be sharing responsibilities, um, he is finding independence. He is finding his way and he is going through these amazing adult milestones. He is fully surpassing the type of lifestyle that he was brought up in. These are all new experiences for him in a new environment. And he's finally owning his experience as an American. It's important for her to support him. You don't have to like his work friends. You don't have to support his work friends, but you damn sure should support him. And if he's inviting you out, try to go two out of the every three times that he invites you. You don't have to go every time, but try to make an effort. I also feel like Chantel has a really hard time getting acclimated to an environment where she isn't the center of it or she isn't at full comfort. So if it doesn't have her family involved or she's not surrounded by her own friends and her own family, she is out of sorts and she actually shuts down. It's, it doesn't make it okay, but it does make sense because I've seen that same pattern from her. And I would love to see Chantel step outside of her box. She's so heavily bound by her family's influence that Chantel doesn't even seem to have a real life outside of her family. And I'm seeing Pedro take all these new chances and really give himself new opportunities and really strike out on his own. And I'm not seeing Chantel do the same. And it would be great if they did that together. That's building a stronger foundation and a marriage. You know, one of the things that builds strong bonds is having relationships. I mean, having new experiences within your relationship, trying new things together. It's a great bonding experience for you. Um, but also they mentioned Pedro has a cat. So I hope we get to see this cat. Lastly, we see Winter and Mesoma catch up uh, Masoma is winter's new Nigerian boyfriend and again there's only like a month between the time of which the the last season uh uh concluded and this season started there's only like a month between those times from what I understand so maybe there's like six months either way she got out of a seven-year relationship and now she's already in this what feels very serious relationship within six months Winter feels like she is running from something. I'm hoping that these changes that Winter is making on the outside are matching the progress that she's making on the inside. And Winter meets Winter. I, I would love to see Winter own Winter's experience. Winter is highly susceptible to influence. And I feel like that might derive, I don't know, but it feels like that might derive from insecurity. 
it feels like she hasn't had a chance to get to know who she is or even build who she is. Keep in mind, Winter is under the age of 25 or she is 25. And I have a whole video on why I don't think people should date before 25. That's just my personal feeling. I don't think you should be in a serious relationship before 25. So it's interesting to see how she jumps from one influence to the next influence. Guide my life. Who am I? Tell me who I am. I also was really uncomfortable with the conversation around whether or not she would tell Mimosa and she was worried about Mimosa's reaction to her drastic weight loss that she was anticipating. Winter, this is why when you're going through these transitional phases, you need to focus on you. I don't give a damn what Masoma thinks because it's not Masoma who has to live in this body. It's you in the same way that it wasn't um, Ja who had to celebrate Christmas with your family. It was you and you chose not to because you suddenly had all these very strong convictions all these very strong convictions just because of who her partner is. I think at times for people who may have low self-esteem or who may not feel like they deserve more or who may be people pleasers, people who embody those types of mindsets sometimes can veer towards being controlled by someone else and they may feel like the control that someone exhibits over them is a show of love or maybe they feel like they don't they don't, they haven't earned more, but I feel like winter is an amazing person. She has a lot going for herself. She's very motivated and very determined. And I just feel like seeing her continue to hide behind a partner is so disappointing. I would have loved to see her in her single time, especially in her twenties. I would have loved to see her just take command and really create a life she's excited about before being with someone else. We just saw her get out of a seven-year relationship. I don't know that we need to see her in another relationship. I don't know that she needs to be in another one. I, I really do think that she should focus on her life. I think she should focus on what's important for her personally. So those are my thoughts on the episode. Please tell me down in the comments what you think. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening along um, on your podcast provider, feel free to send a message. You're more than welcome to communicate with me. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And what do you think of the season so far? Feel free to follow me, subscribe to my podcast here, Queen of the Hills podcast, or feel free to follow me over on YouTube at Sherry and Sade. That's my channel, Sherry and Sade. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sherry and Sade. And then every week this podcast drops a new episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.